0: Hey there, welcome to the Seek Podcast. My name's Josh, and I'll be guiding this tour through the Scripture today. Matthew 7, 8 tells us that who asks, receive. Those who seek, find. And to those who knock, the door will be opened. We're all seeking something, whether it be understanding, wisdom, a close relationship with God, or just something different than the normal day-to-day humdrum. Join me for a few minutes together in Scripture while we find what we're seeking. Jesus says in Matthew 18, 20, Wherever two or three gather in my name, there I am with them. So thanks for listening today and inviting Jesus to come among us. Full disclosure, I'm not a preacher, never been to seminary. This podcast is just a representation of my thoughts and beliefs. So let's spend a few minutes hanging out, reading the Bible, and praying together. Let's get started. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the show. Today we're going to spend a little time in Hebrews, and we're going to talk about worshiping together and what that looks like right now with everything going on. And we're going to have two special guests for a quick interview towards the end of the episode, so don't check out early. Let's open with a quick prayer. Lord God Almighty, thank you for this time that we have together in every episode, Lord. I just thank you for bringing us together to hear your word, and I pray that your spirit speaks a message to us, Lord. I thank you for opening yourself to us whenever we want, and I thank you for loving us, even when we feel like we, we don't deserve it and we haven't earned it. And thank you for all of the blessings that we each have to be thankful for. I pray that you open our hearts to receive your word today, Lord. Amen. All right, let's read Hebrews 10:19 through 25. It says, Therefore, brothers and sisters, since we have confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way opened for us through the curtain that is his body, and since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near to God with a sincere heart and with the full assurance that faith brings, having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from a guilty conscience, and having our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold unswervingly to the hope that we profess, for he who is promised is faithful. And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day approaching. All right, so there you have it. If you listen to episode 2, then you understand the reference to having confidence when going before God. If you haven't listened to that, I encourage you to do that. Um, Just pull it up when we're finished here and you can have a quick listen. In this passage, the author tells us to draw near to God with a sincere heart and to consider how we can spur each other on toward love and good deeds. We talked in episode 8 about only speaking words that build others up and that they benefit from hearing. And when you look and do a self-inventory, I don't know how often you do, but I would say that without actively trying to accomplish that, I probably don't do that nearly enough. And in the final verses, we're instructed to not give up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but to encourage each other, especially as the day approaches. Now, there's no real consensus on what is meant by the day, whether it's the return of Christ or the destruction of the temple or the day of worship. But I don't think that knowing what day is meant is the important part of the scripture. So let's just say it's every day. We're told not to give up meeting together. Now, in a time such as this, where barely any churches are meeting in person, just now starting to reopen some, virtual teachings on your day of worship and a number of people legitimately concerned about being around other people. And how are we supposed to meet together? Well, what does that look like right now? What sh- what should it look like? Uh, you know, a couple weeks ago, last week I guess, I-, I traveled about an hour and a half to visit a church in the northern part of my state. Um, I just really needed to hear the Word of God and-, and be in the house of God with other people who wanted the same thing. So-, so I decided to drive up to this church, and I'd been wanting to see this pastor anyway, so it was a good opportunity. Now, I went to their early service and it was fairly empty for what a normal Sunday would look like for them, but it was such a good feeling to be in the house of God singing and praising God with like-minded people and hearing the word of God in person was a much needed filling of my spirit. And I'm really happy that I did that. Now, they they had precautions in place, and they encouraged people to stay with who they came with and not get too close to each other. Um, Some some were wearing masks, others not. But to be there, meeting with others, was something I didn't know that I had missed as much as I had. Now, I'm not going to tell you to forget everything that you're hearing from the quote-unquote experts, and I'm not going to tell you not to worry about this virus. Um, I'm not an expert, and I'm not going to pretend to be. I think you should do whatever you think is best for you and your family right now, with the exception of bowing down to fear. Please don't live in a bubble of fear. I'm sure that you've seen the scripture flying all over social media. 2 Timothy 1.7 in the NLT it says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. He also gave us good sense to make decisions. Everyone has their own thoughts on the current mess that we're in, And I'm not going to tell you mine or try to persuade you to the way that I think. I just want to talk about coming together in worship of our living God, the King of the universe. I don't care how you're doing it, but I want to urge you not to stop. If it's online or in small groups or going to church in person or going into your closet and closing the door, whatever it is, it's absolutely vital for us to continue coming together to worship. Now, I'll open every single episode with a scripture from Matthew 7, 8. It says, wherever two or three gather in my name, there I am with them. Do you understand the power in that statement? I am with them. The manifest presence of God is with you when you gather to worship. And we know God is omnipresent everywhere all the time. But it's kind of like wearing socks with shoes. Most of you probably wear socks with shoes all the time, and you don't really spend a ton of time thinking about those socks. They're just there. They're on your feet, and it's something that you do, and you don't spend your day thinking about it. It's like that with the omnipresence of God as well. He's always present, but we don't think about it all the time. Maybe some do, but generally, it's not something that we think about all the time. But in those times when we gather, and we're in the manifest presence of God, and we can feel it, It's very moving and comforting and powerful. And our spirit needs that connection to God. And we can also experience God's presence on a one-on-one level in a more intimate way as well. But today we're talking about gathering together. In a time when churches aren't meeting, it may be easy for you to forget about it or to get out of the habit. We can all find things to fill our time. And today's culture is so busy we almost use our schedules and calendars as a measuring stick against each other. I'm more busy than you, so I'm more important. But we cannot lose sight and stop worshiping together. Even if you just pick up the phone and call a friend to pray together. it's so much more than doing nothing at all. And you have to understand, there is an unseen spiritual battle occurring every single day between the powers of good and evil, between God's army and Satan. And Satan knows he's already defeated. But what he can do, what he can do is still a soul here and there. And this is a prime opportunity to, for him to fill your mind with thoughts other than God and church and worship. And listen, I had this episode prepared before all of the protesting started here in the U.S., But this is even more relevant now because there's always something that the devil uses to distract you from God and distract you from worship and distract you from coming together with a common goal and a common mission. And if he can pull us from God, he's going to win. He's going to win that battle of souls. He'll be defeated by Jesus in the end. But if he can steal another soul, the demons celebrate that. But here's the other thing. This is also a time for great opportunity for the kingdom of God. We should not be retreating backwards right now. This is a time to press forward and to take ground in that spiritual war. The entire world is crying out for hope right now. So couldn't we, rather shouldn't we, deliver that message of hope and redemption and saving grace through Jesus Christ? 2 Corinthians 12, 8-10 says God's grace is enough for us and our weakness, He is made perfect. And to delight in our weakness and our hardships and difficulties, because when we're weak, then we are strong. We're strong because Christ is made strong in our weakness. and our hardest struggles is when most people truly reach out to God and give up on their own ability to control things. Philippians 4, Paul says, I know what it is to have nothing and what it is to have plenty. And I've learned the secret of being content in either way. It is because I can do all things through him who gives me strength. This is prime time, people. Put God first and let his love and glory and grace shine through you for the whole world to see. We need it now as much as we've ever needed it. Bring people closer to Christ. You just have to start the conversation. You don't have to know everything about anything. Just talk. Just talk to people about Jesus. Bring people together in some form or fashion to worship and to praise God in this time. And do not be fooled by the great deceiver. This is not a time to retreat. We have to push forward together and stay faithful to the mission and build the kingdom of God. Feed your spirit daily. I know I got off on a bit of a bunny trail there for a minute, but I want to leave you with I want to leave you with this. Psalm 34:3 says, "Glorify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together." Now, I have a couple of special guests on the show today, and I'm going to introduce you to them right now. Stand by. Sure. Yep. So, right now I'm here with Abby and Chloe, and these are my two daughters. Abby is my oldest daughter. She's 10 years old. And Chloe is my youngest daughter. She's eight years old, and we read some scriptures together about worshiping God. And now we're going to kind of get their thoughts on those scriptures. How's that sound, girls?
1: It sounds good. Yep. Hi, I'm Abby. I'm Chloe.
0: Okay. All right. So the scriptures that we read together were Psalm 102, Psalm 95:6, John 4:23 through 24. And Hebrews twelve twenty-eight, and I'll put those in the show notes if you want to head over to the website at seekpodcast.show, that'll all be there for you, okay? Uh-huh. So we read these scriptures a little bit together, and then we discussed some of these questions, and now they're going to tell you kind of what they think. So I'm going to ask you girls, from the scriptures that we just read, what do those scriptures say about how we should worship God?
1: Well, we can sing to Him, we can dance, and we can pray, and we can kneel down to Him.
0: Okay, Abby, did you get anything different?
1: Uh-uh. They're all the same.
0: Okay, great. So, how about a couple more questions? How do you worship God every day, Abby?
1: I pray and sometimes I sing. And that's
0: it. Yeah? Chloe, how do you worship God every day?
1: I pray, sing, and dance.
0: You pray, sing, and dance. That's fun. What is your favorite way to worship God, Chloe? I like
1: praying to Him and dancing to Him. Those are my
0: two favorites. How about you, Abby?
1: My favorite is praying to him.
0: That's good. Do you like to pray, Abby?
1: hmm I like to pray to him.
0: Yeah. Chloe, do you like praying?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Do you always thank God for your blessings when you pray?
1: Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: If you don't mind sharing it with everybody listening, would you mind telling us some of the things that you pray for and some of the things that you're thankful for?
1: Well, I pray for it to rain sometimes, and I thank God for... Um, letting us stay safe and have a shelter, bed, and food and medicine to keep us alive. Um, And I thank him for having such a great family. I thank him for um, me having a great family, great shelter, and a nice comfortable bed to lay on, and nice food to have, and, and having a great daddy.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Thank you so much. You thank God for me? I thank God for you every day. That's really sweet. Do you girls think that it's important that we worship God together?
1: Yes, I do think it's important. Mm -hmm.
0: Why do you think that's important?
1: Because together we can make a difference when we pray to God. He can help us make a difference in the world. Same.
0: (laughs) Same. (laughs) That's an easy answer, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Same. Those are all good things to pray for, and you guys do a good job. Do you have anything else that you'd like to tell everybody out there listening? Huh? Nothing. No? Chloe, do you want to say anything?
1: It's important to pray to God.
0: It is important to pray to God. All right. Do you guys want to close us out in a prayer today? No? Do you want to pray with me while I pray? hmm Okay. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you and praise you, Lord, for your love and your blessings. And we thank you for the Word. And we thank you for our time together, Lord. And and this time that we're currently living in where it's so difficult to be together We pray that you show us ways that we can still help to build the kingdom and to bring people closer to you. And we know that there is a spiritual battle happening, Lord, and we pray that you show us the way to take ground for you. You tell us that all things are possible through you, and anything we claim in your name will be done. In Jesus' name, I pray that you show us the light and let us stay in it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, so thanks for listening to that interview with my, my little girls. Um, it's nice to hear a voice different than mine and to hear it come from a kid sometimes. Let me close this out in prayer, and then uh, we will move forward and take ground for God and come together in worship. Let's pray. Lord, I pray to you today that we, your followers and faithful servants, continue to come together to praise and worship you. And for those among us that are not able to be together in person, I pray that you show them a way to stay in connection with you, with fellow believers. And I thank you for the time that we live in that makes it easy for us to come together in so many different ways. And I pray that we glorify and exalt you in all that we do. I pray, Lord Jesus, that you arm us for this spiritual battle. And show us how to take ground in your holy name. Amen. Hey friends, thanks for listening to the episode today. I enjoyed so much putting it together for you. And I hope that you enjoyed hearing it. If you did, hit the uh, subscribe button so you don't miss every time we put a new episode out. And if you know somebody else that might like it, share it with them. Leave us a review if you will, and if you have any questions or comments or other ideas for episodes and things you'd like to hear more about, shoot me an email over to seekpodcast, S-E-E-K podcast at gmail.com, and I will talk to you the next time.